Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Two Dudes in a Kitchen with Tyler Florence and Wells Adams, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody. Tyler Florence here. Just me solo today. I am manning the fort, uh, and I'm coming up with a couple of interesting thoughts this week. Um, there was um, a great article. Now, I saw it first on Instagram, um, and it's from Keith McNally. Now, Keith McNally is the world-famous restaurateur out of New York City, London-born, uh, New York City-raised. Uh, this guy is fearless and ferocious, and he's such a visionary. And I'm proud to call him a friend, uh, but the guy is a savage online. And if you ever know Balthazar or Manetta Tavern or Marandi, his restaurants in New York, you kind of feel like they are the epicenter of the universe. And he always has this um, um, opinion-based social media thing. If you, if you haven't followed him on Instagram, man, you should. Uh, because he's always so interesting because he he just lets it fly, you know, um, and and he runs like three very successful restaurants. He's a father. And so he's like, listen, I got I, I got no more F's to give and I'm just going to let it fly. And so so uh, a couple of days ago, he had this um, post on Instagram uh, claiming that the British are the worst tippers in the world. And it was really interesting. So I'll read you a little bit of this It's like famed New York City restaurant tour Keith McNally. Uh, slammed his native people on Monday for being the worst tippers. The 71-year-old British-born Balthazar owner posted a photo of the British flag Monday on Instagram, boldly claiming, ashamed to be British. And I wonder why English people are so generously, are, are generally, um, especially if they are the middle and the upper class, uh, uh, really incredibly bad tippers. And, and to me, like, I, I, I want to just sort of stop and have a th thought about this. And, and you know, uh, Keith has 
made national and international headlines a couple of times. He was the one uh, who famously took down James Corden for his uh, disorderly conduct, and he was kicked out of Balthazar. So you might not know who he is, but you probably heard about the scenarios that he's been around. Um, but to me, I think the most important thing about this is really about tipping in general, right? Like, when do you tip? How do you tip? What do you tip? Um, when is it appropriate to tip? And when is it appropriate not to tip, right? And so I just want to talk about this for a couple of seconds because I always think it's really important because I'm in the restaurant business and I do support, you know, like like uh, uh, hundreds of employees and a lot of our uh, uh, front of the house staff who rely on tips uh, for their well-being. And, and it's sort of an evolving, uh, moving target, especially uh, in, in this new world of the fast casual kiosk thing where the, the, um, the, the kiosk panel gets flipped towards you. And then you have a choice to like either house them and give them what is an industry standard tip or give them something that's like sometimes borderline inappropriate for what it is, like 25% or 30%, whatever it is. So I can understand where people can get a little agitated in, in the world of tipping. Um, but I want to start with, with a couple of things, right? And the first thing is like, how do you determine what is an appropriate amount of tip based on the bill? Okay. So let's just say you have taken your monthly discretionary budget for entertainment and you say, okay, this month we're going to go out to dinner. Next month, we're going to go see a basketball game or two, but this, this month we're going to go out to dinner a couple of times. So you've already determined you're going to spend the money. Okay. So then you go out to dinner with, you know, with a couple or four people, whatever it is. And I'm just going to imagine and make this up, but let's just say the bill is, you know, $247. Okay. I'm going to pull out my little handy dandy calculator here, right? Boom. $247. Okay. So, so you got $247 uh, worth, worth of a bill. Now, now then the tip comes on, right? So how do you determine what is 20% of this? And I apologize if this sounds simplistic uh, to some people, but especially for our, our, some of our younger audience, they just, they weren't really, you know, they're kind of out in the world for the first time and they kind of figure out what a good tip is. So the first thing to determine what 20% is, first thing you have to do is determine what 10% is, right? And so out of $247, $24 is going to be 10% of that, right? And then you just, you just double it. So 24 times two is going to be $48, right? So if the bill is $247, you, 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 the industry standard of 20% is, is kind of what the going rate is for a professional level service. And $48, I think, is the bare minimum of what you should be paying for you know, service, right? And, and now to me, like if I see 48, I immediately go 50, if not 55, if not 60. I mean, because I'm in the restaurant business. So, you know, I always want people to have a really good impression about what we do. And also I love the industry and I want to make sure that people are kind of well looked looked after and cared for. So I, I'm the kind of guy who's always going to go, you know, not 20%, but sometimes 40%. And and then I just let it go. I just let it go. I don't even think about it, right? It's like, it's just, it's the, it's the tax of having a good time and it is what it is. And, and I feel good about it, especially when you can make eye contact with them. Not like you're trying to prove anything, but sometimes when they come back and they shake your hand and go, Mr. Mr. Florence, whatever is incredibly generous. I just feel like I made this day, this dude's day or this like woman's day. You know, you think about that. That's an extra tank of gas. That's more food in their, their fridge. And th these are these little things that if you can afford to do it, do it, just tip. 
right? These are like, these are like, like service workers that are out there in the world who are doing this professionally. And, and you kind of owe it to society to sort of keep that, that part of our culture sort of rolling. You know what I mean? So th th that's my rant on, on tipping. And that's how you find 20% on the tip. And I think that's the bear mark of what tipping should always be. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, when do you not tip? Okay. Now, the other thing that I think is really important when, when you don't tip is when service is terrible. Now, I'm not saying 20% is across the board if you've had a bad experience. And I also think it's really important to determine um, um, who caused the 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 disruption to your dinner experience, right? So if you if your food is late, it's not the server's fault, right? Now, if your order is wrong, it's the server's fault, right? If if the food gets dropped 
onto the wrong table, it's the server's fault. If the food uh, gets dropped in front of the wrong person, it's the server's fault. So I think it's really important to determine like, like if, if, if you're going to hold back on some of the tip, who's really at blame here? And no, and I've done this a couple of times. Um, if, if, I, if, if I walk into a restaurant and, and I get this all the time too, people ask me, are like, are you really like overly picky or do you really overanalyze uh, restaurant experiences when you go in? And for the most part, I don't, unless the experience has been hyped. And if the experience has been hyped, like buckle in your culinary seatbelt, this is going to be the ride of a lifetime. I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. Let's see what you got. Right. And I kind of walk in and not like overly judgy, but you know, you, you've set the standard on what this is going to be. Now, if, if, if the service is horrible, you know what I mean? If, if, if the, if the, the server is un- unfortunately over their skis and, you know, it was a bad hiring decision and maybe they're not the right person to be acting as a culinary docent for this particular restaurant. And, and, you know, and it's unfortunate what this particular situation is. And if you're, if you have those situations, I, I do think it's appropriate to let them know in the tip. Now, this is what I've done before. I've tipped 10%. And then, and then I, 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 ha- I pulled the server aside and I let them know what it was. And, and I said, okay, hi, I'm Tyler Florence. I don't know if you know me or not, but I'm, I'm a chef and I'm on Food Network and I've got a bunch of restaurants in San Francisco and yada, yada. And, uh, and I, I think you missed the, the, the table number and you know, the, the, the wine was off. You, you served the wrong thing, the cocktails, whatever. And, and if you can have this moment with them, and sometimes this may be your thing, it may not be your thing, but I think if you're going to stiff a server... I don't think you can just walk out cold. I think you got to close the deal. And I think you got to treat it as a learning experience. You know, you know, you don't have to be an ass and like be a Karen and like call the manager over or make it awkward, right? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying cause a scene and definitely don't do it in front of your dining guests. But if, if you want to make a moment, like sometimes the, you know, you have these moments where you could actually, you know, turn the light bulb on for them and go, oh my God, I didn't even really think about that from a service standpoint that maybe I should have and you're right. And I apologize. And so, and if, if you can find that moment, sometimes from a professional standpoint, you, you're doing the right thing. You know, honestly, you're doing the right thing by, by, by in a very uh, tactful, discreet way of, of telling the server that there's room for improvement without having to be a jerk about it at the table. Now, the, and here's my other thing. If we're out for dinner and we've had great experience, and, and you mistreat a service staff or you're rude to a service staff or you, or you feel like for some crazy reason that you had, you know, a $400 bottle of wine, but you, you don't have it in your heart to tip them 20%. You and I aren't friends. We're not going to be friends, right? Because I think it's one of those most impolite, unprofessional, you know, gross things that you can do as an adult is to not necessarily take tipping seriously because this is what these folks do for a living, and and they're they're, they're just bringing you the stuff that you wanted and what you ordered. So I I thought the Keith McNally thing I thought that was kind of interesting this week. I wanted to hop on here and have a little rant, you know, because I, I I do live in this world. I'm deeply embedded in the restaurant space, and I do care and love about restaurants, and I love our service staff and I love our team, and and we strive for excellence. And so so when when our service staff, um, it's really hard to become a waiter in our restaurants because you know w- w- once you get there, the money's good. 
right? And people stay and, and, but that's with training, right? So we, we take, uh, uh, an enormous amount of care, uh, to make sure that all of our service staff are impeccably trained and know everything about the, the, the menu, all the minutia, all the details and the wine list and service. So, so you feel like you're very well taken care of. And when the bill comes out, you're like 25%, no big deal. Whatevs. Here we go. All right. But anyway, that's my rant, everybody. I'm Tyler Florence. Thanks so much for listening to uh, Two Dudes in the Kitchen. Uh, Wells and I are having a ball uh, doing this. So make sure that you uh, subscribe uh, to the podcast and tell your friends about it and go ahead and rate us. Uh, five stars would be awesome. And we'll see you guys next time right here on Two Dudes in a Kitchen. Thanks so much. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Two Dudes in a Kitchen. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. <laughs> we'll take that. And we'll see you guys next time. See you next time. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at sandiego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.